episode 962, Burial versus Cremation. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. I'm Anderson. I am Ben DiBono, and today I'll be taking the side of burial. I was just going to ask you, Ben. I was actually going to say, Ben, someday when you die, are you going to get cremated or are you going to get buried? Uh, I I want to be buried. Okay. And here's how this episode came about, everybody. Uh, As I've been thinking more about um, what we've talked about the afterlife on the recent episode of The Tree of Life, uh, I've been... Well, okay, I'll tell the story. My father-in-law passed away. Right. Uh, last year. And uh, he ended up being cremated. But I've heard uh, arguments from Christians uh, on the Christian side saying, actually, the Bible is prescriptive that you should get buried instead of cremated. Yeah. Uh, and so then I brought it up to you, like, just wondering what your thoughts were. And I thought maybe we could make an episode out of this because I'm interested also just like as I someday make up my own mind on what do I want my instructions to be for when I pass away. Uh, so that's what brought us here today. Should we get cremated as Christians or not, Ben? Uh, well, so I wanted to start this episode. Uh, and also understanding, I, yes, my father-in-law uh, was cremated, but no judgment if you end up saying that's not the way to go. Right. And that, that's I mean, I'm not going to judge you for right, saying that. I mean, well, I'm not worried about being judged. But, I mean, I did want to start with a, a little bit of a disclaimer with this episode, just because I think when, when people start talking about either what they're planning to do with themselves or with loved ones, especially when it's it's recent or somebody you were close to and everything, like those are are very personal and very emotional issues for a lot of people, and understandably so. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and now I kind of feel like should I have mentioned that I'm sp- I was specifically thinking about my father in law, but I guess if my family ever hears this, I don't I don't necessarily have any thoughts one way or another. I've just heard arguments on both sides, so I wanted to have the conversation. Uh, Matt officially is neutral for the purpose of any relatives yes, listening to this. I episode. am neutral, uh, but I am interested in. Is there a standard the Bible sets, or is it just opinion? Yeah, and and so I went to Ben, who's my, who's the expert in all things Bible and theology. <laughs> Did you ever think you'd get there? I well, I, of course I knew I was there. It's just a question of if people recognize. Yeah. No, but I, I I think that you know the challenge with an episode like this is that we have to speak about what the church teaches. We have to speak about why why the church teaches what it teaches, uh, what the historical and contemporary realities of this are. And on an issue like this, and a lot of issues uh, in today's day and age, that can um, fly in the face of things that that feel very, very personal to people. So I just want to say up front two things, and I think they're both true. Number one is that in the position I'm going to lay out here, I genuinely believe it. I believe this is what the church teaches, and I believe that that Christians should take it more seriously. And and I think it's important. Uh, number two, um, I don't think anybody needs to come away from an episode or a discussion like this uh, feeling as though they've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, if you come away and you're like, because I'm going to argue in favor of burial and, and not completely against cremation. We'll get into some of the nuance in a minute. But but against, I think, what a lot of people envision and practice with, with cremation. And, uh, you know, if somebody would come away from that, it'd be easy to feel judged if you had a, a loved one or who who um, was cremated and you spread the ashes and all of that. And so I don't want anybody to feel judged coming out of it. I want you to be, you know, take the argument seriously, 
but also recognize that, hey, you know, even if you were to come out and be like, oh, man, I, I shouldn't have scattered grandma's ashes a year ago. God's bigger than all of that. Like the none of the, the, the reasons behind cremation or burial, none of that has to do with what God can and cannot do. So I think that's a really important point. And just to, to you know, this is a discussion about what's true and what the church teaches, um, but obviously God and compassion and all of that are real and important things and, and shouldn't just be shoved to the sidelines. So I, I hope people um, uh, recognize the heart behind uh, a, a conversation like this. Yeah, and I was hoping also later in the conversation we could also talk about the body-soul unity because I, yeah. I do think that a lot of people consider the body a shell and that really our real self is a soul. And I think you and I have talked about in the past on the show that really the Bible actually talks about the body and soul being one uh, is it Play- Plato that kind of got us thinking down a different path? Yeah, it's 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 uh, influence of Platonic thought on yeah. their Platonic th- forms and everything, and we, it it really goes into if you want to you know categorize this episode or tie it to others, uh, like the whole heaven on earth thing, surprised by hope, all of that. And I believe N.T. Wright talks about cremation in that book. It's been a, quite a while for us since I've read it, um, but I know he would share to at least to a large degree a lot of the the sentiment i'm going to express uh and and it's reflected in that book that that the whole relationship between uh body and soul is is very important like when you think about what are you you're not this disembodied soul that that's floating around in a shell you know the 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 classic christian line of this this world isn't my home well actually it is actually it is and it, it's the reality is more complicated than that. There's a fake C.S. Lewis quote that makes the rounds on a fairly regular basis. He did not say this, but where it's something like, "Yo, you you don't uh, you don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body." That you know, and it, it I forget exactly how it goes, but it's completely fake news. C.S. Lewis didn't say it. I don't know what his own thoughts were on cremation or not. I've been trying to teach my daughter, well, all my kids, but uh, the stories about my oldest daughter. About uh, I've been teaching them about how. At the end, it's not like we leave Earth and go to heaven and then we're yeah. far away from there. These two things are going to come together. Heaven and Earth will unite and that's where we'll live for eternity. So just today, she asked me when, if at the end, if Earth and Heaven are one and we are living there forever, will we live in the same house we live in now? Which is, I think, a great question. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, the, I, I'm yeah. not asking you. I told her probably not. I don't know. I, said, I, I mean, guess who like, knows? Like, because I like the idea. You know, we we just did this episode on Tree of Life, and I don't mean to make this a continuation of that, but mm-hmm. we talked a lot about the kind of heaven sequence at the end of that movie, and and part of what's so powerful to me and and what that sequence evokes is this this image of restoration of things being made right, and you know, I think of that. I also love the the sequence. Speaking of C.S. Lewis at the end of the Last Battle, when they go into kind of the real Narnia, and it's like everything is there, but it's it's better than it it was before um yeah I, I, I when i think of that to me i don't want to say that's what it is because that's too definitive but that feels directionally accurate to me uh is is in that perspective and that's what maybe feel, wait, what feels directionally accurate the, the idea of restoration of things being right that like your home would be there but it would be there in a way that was even truer to like this house we're in right now she's be. Be, yeah I so know. i think i answered her it feels directionally right technically i guess it's possible we would live in this house yeah. but i don't necessarily think that that is true because earth will be different right now we're living in the fallen version of earth so it would be totally different it might like i don't know 
but guess, but the the good thing, and I don't want to get distracted on houses, but like like I feel a strong emotional connection to where I grew up. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the same home. Uh, my parents sold it like ten years ago. I haven't forgiven them. I'm only half joking. <laughs> uh, but you know, I feel like 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 to me, I was even thinking about that when I was watching Tree of Life. Is is there's something there that feels very true, and I don't know what it is. So when I say I'll be able to go to my childhood home in heaven, like in heaven on earth, I I feel like maybe I'm expressing something that isn't technically accurate, but it's directionally accurate. Like what I feel when I say that, that feels true. It feels true. I'm talking feelings, not doctrine mm-hmm. right now, of course. But I think there's something profound there that, that is directionally true. What I mean by directionally accurate isn't that that what I'm saying is literally true, but that it's pointed in the right direction. Like if you were to follow that thread, that that set of feelings and beliefs and experiences that that statement leads you on, it would point you towards the truth. That's what I mean okay. by that. I like that. Now, uh, when we talk about cremation versus burial, uh, a lot of people would be would say if they're in favor of cremation, well, God can when God restores our bodies, He can do whatever He wants. So it doesn't matter if we burn the body because He can reform it. You think of somebody who doesn't choose us, but maybe they're caught in an explosion and that's how they die and their body is disintegrated. So we know this is true. So I guess I want to ask you, Ben, uh, you've already said that you would be uh, fighting for the side of getting buried instead. Why do you make that choice? Yeah, so I think we, we maybe need to just back up just a little bit and understand what the church actually teaches mm-hmm. uh, about cre- cremation. And when I say the church, I want to be very clear on what I mean by this. Um, there's all sorts of beliefs in Christianity today uh, about cremation versus burial and all of that. Uh, when I say the church, what I mean is the entire Christian tradition, Protestant, Catholic, Orthodox, all of it. You know, let's just say any any branch of Christianity that would kind of be Nicene Creed, small o Orthodox Christians. Every Christian in all of those branches, up until about a hundred years ago, believed what I'm about to tell you. And that is that there is not an absolute prohibition on cremation. In other words, at times during church history, you think of like the bubonic plague and all of that, the church recognized there were reasons to burn bodies. They were valid. The church recognizes uh, what you just said, which is that God is not bound by, you know, he's going to come down here and, and heaven and earth are restored and new body for everybody but oh crap where'd they where'd they put all those specs they're all over the place i can't find them like that's obviously not a problem for god more to the point from a scientific perspective if you were to go to that of course you know your body while you're living regenerates all its cells i think every seven years or something like that and by the time you've been dead for x number of years you know it's it's just a silly argument like if if your argument in favor of burial is that god needs all the pieces well that's silly because even if you're buried that's not going to happen. So the Christian argument in favor of burial and, and against cremation, while not absolute, has been that there is a strong, a very, very strong preference in favor of burial because of the theology we were just describing, that that the body is important to Christianity. The body is important to it. Now, in today's world, in the 20th century and beyond, Protestant churches 
uh, very largely have gone away from that almost entirely, though not all. Uh, Pentecostals I was reading last night actually are very strongly against cremation. I'm sure not everyone, but uh, largely against that. Uh, the Catholic Church today allows for cremation if the ashes are buried. The Catholic Church does not allow for the ashes to either be kept at home in an urn or to be scattered or anything like that. So the ashes need to be buried, but cremation is allowed under those circumstances. Uh, Eastern Orthodox tends to be a little bit stricter, still kind of more the traditional view of, of not uh, not uh, even under ordinary circumstances allowing cremation. Um, but it's like, okay, why does the church teach that? Well, it's the theology we're just talking about, but it was also an important uh, marker historically when cultures passed out of paganism into Christianity. And this is something I think, you know, for for some Protestants, this could be tough to wrap your heads around this, because if you're so locked in on sola scriptura, it's like, we're just going to ignore all of history for 2,000 years. Well, A, I think scripture does teach the importance of the body and of proper respect for the body, and it does teach burial, and it does teach all of those things. Um, but can I, I pull up my verse that says cremation is not okay? No. So if you want to be very strict in this, I guess you can do whatever you want from a, a, a sola scriptura perspective. But from more of a, we're at least going to consider the Bible holistically and not just look for, you know, play, play, look for the verse to support your argument and, and think more critically about this. Historically, the passage of a culture out of paganism into Christianity, one of the big markers of that was stopping the practice of burning bodies. Because are you saying that that was most seen in pagan cultures? It was a pagan practice. It wasn't so, most seen in pagan cultures. That is a pagan practice. So the way that that pagan cultures disposed of dead yes. bodies was always... Yes. You're saying I don't want to say always, because okay. I don't, I don't typically? know. Typically? Yeah. We'll say largely, typically. I don't want to be an yes. absolutist, because okay, I'm it. not knowledgeable enough about that. So largely, cremation is a practice they used. Yes, okay. and when cultures were converted from paganism, out of paganism, into Christianity, that was one of the things that changed. So, think about that for a second. And and I know that this is like the, the relationship between pagan culture and, and Christian culture is a hot topic for a lot of Christians. Like, why, why is that? Well, you know, you, you, people claim incorrectly that, that Christmas comes from uh, oh, the winter solstice. That's it. actually totally incorrect. Um but certainly there, are, you know, you can see elements of that co-opted in there. Of course, the term Easter comes from, you know, a pagan practice. And so, you know, there's certain things that uh, Christianity culturally adopted from pagan cultures as it spread. Uh, that's a whole different topic. I think it's largely innocuous. But the point is, Christianity didn't come through and just willy-nilly say anything from a pagan culture now has to change. That's not what happened. What there was did happen is that individual elements of those cultures were singled out and were very strongly uh, stood against. And it's significant, if you want to talk about like what was the church's thought throughout history, I don't know how you look at that and say there isn't some significance there to say that the historical church, again, Catholic, Orthodox, uh, Protestant, any small o prod, uh, small o, o, o orthodox, any church that's in that tradition, has universally stood against the practice of burning bodies. 
not because of some pragmatic, we need God to have all the pieces in one place so he can put it back together, but because of respect for the body, the respect for the idea that that when we talk about humans are made in God's image, of course, God doesn't have a body, but yet we reflect God holistically as a being. This dichotomy between spirit and body is a false one in Christianity. We don't believe that. We don't believe that. We don't believe we're going to go be disembodied spirits in the clouds when we die. We believe that whatever that time between now and the new heaven and earth looks like is what it is, but that our ultimate destiny is resurrection. You know, and people think of resurrection as only like a Jesus thing. No, resurrection is the whole of creation. That's what's so powerful about that N.T. Wright book. And from that perspective, like once once you mentally assent to that, I think it's really tough to stay on board with cremation in the typical way. Again, Catholicism, at least over the last 50 years, uh, sees a distinction between cremation that still buries the body. The body is still being buried. It's just in a different form. It's, it's cremated. It's in ashes, but yet it still is being buried. They see a distinction between that and spreading the body, you know, like, and, and this is one of those points where I, I, I want to be compassionate to people because I get the heart behind this, but like, you know, oh, my, my dad always loved fishing at this lake. I'm going to go spread his ashes there. and He can be in his favorite place. I want to say with a lot of compassion with it, that I recognize the heart behind that, that that's good, that there's, it's loving, it's affirming, recognize how pagan that attitude is. And it is like this whole kind of go and be one with nature. That's what the church rejected holistically throughout history. And that's the argument against against cremation, is that the way it's typically practiced, it flies in the face of that heaven and earth uh, holistic theology that we've talked about time and time again. So I've heard people on the side of getting buried go so far as to say, I don't think I should be an organ donor because that would be desecrating the body. Where do you land on that debate? Yeah, I, I'd have to hear a lot better argument than I, I have for that. Um, I, I don't know that I would agree with that at all. I, I think that, you know, you can certainly say that there's something profound about uh, and even sacrificial about giving of your body to, to save somebody else. Um, and so I, I, I don't agree with that statement. I, I would have to hear a lot better argument for that. Okay. So I understand what they're saying, but I think that it's misguided. So yeah, I think their heart would be they're trying to line up with what their, you've their been heart's saying. Hearts in the right place. I don't know. Well, and it, it's it's darn well going to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess what I'm trying to say is they're trying to line up with what you're stating about yeah uh, honoring the body. But on the other hand, like you're saying, uh, Jesus did talk to us about. Well, I mean, this is not even a sacrifice. You'd be dead. So I'm not sure what they're, what the cons would be to being an organ donor, actually. Yeah, I mean, think I, of it think this I, way. Like, I guess I'm just I'm putting my cards to the table. I'm for organ donation. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I guess <laughs> I'll join you. Do you want to join me? Sure. I'm not an organ donor, technically. But look at it this way. Uh, say that there's a, you know, this is like a cartoon example, but I'll, I'll go with it. You know, the, 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 the giant anvil dropping out of the sky. Mm-hmm. And say you see a child who's underneath this anvil and, and you push the child out of the way. And in the process, your arm is crushed under mm-hmm. that. Right. That to me feels qualitatively the same as an organ don't, 
okay. donation. You're giving part of your body. Yes, your body is damaged, but that's not disrespect for the body. Mm. It's not as though you went out and chopped off your arm, you know, just, just for the heck of it. That, to me, would be disrespectful of your body and also probably a sign of significant mental illness. But this is like, it's a sacrificial act. It, it's It's meant to save someone else. That's a qualitatively different. So you're saying the stance you're... Well, you've already stated it clearly, but so as I, I'll ask you it in a different way. As I'm trying to decide what do I want on my own, I don't know if it would actually be the will. What is this, a health health directive? Yeah. On my own health directive? and that, Maybe that's not even right. But when I'm telling my wife, here's how I'd like, what I'd like you to do, your argument would be you should get buried because that's what Christians historically have leaned towards because it honors the body. Yeah, and not only – so I'd make a historical argument. It honors but, the body yeah. in the sense that our body and soul are supposed to, in God's eyes, yes. they're one entity that are separated for a time. Yep. But they're meant to be back together. Correct. And it's 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 a historical argument. You're in line with what the church has taught. Very similar to like when we've talked about the rapture and all of that. The rapture doesn't exist as a belief until about 150 years ago. Uh, cremation doesn't exist as a viable belief among Christians until 100 years ago. Like literally, that's the you know that should change the way you think about this a little bit. It really should. I've heard you say that about a few different things. This hundred years ago, so I <laughs> maybe you're not meaning exactly one hundred years. I, I, I am in this case. So that, this is interesting. It feels like about a hundred years ago yeah, there were some there were a lot yeah. of different changes in Christian thought. Yeah, because, modernism. Okay, it's, a, it's a, yeah modernism and and the postmodern age, and you have to think about how upheaval, how much upheaval there was in the first half of the twentieth century. It's not an accident okay. that that. that kind of that time period has been so significant okay so even though god has the power yeah. to unite all of the the pieces that were burned during the cremation yeah. or, or even you're not like, doing it to help god okay that's why this is where i'm going at this is not for god's sake it's well it's in, in the uh, sense of honor it's yes. symbolically you just I, I just want to make sure i'm saying this clearly it is a choice you make to symbolically honor God's creation, which is yeah. your body and soul, which I, are I, I would take out the word symbolically there. Okay, it's a choice to honor God's creation. Okay, but I, I okay, and it's also in union with the other thing. Like part of the way to come at a belief like this is don't look at it as an isolated thing. And that's also my problem. And I'm not saying all Protestants do this, or even all sola scriptura Protestants do this. But when when you kind of look at it, like where where's the verse? Mm -hmm. Where's the verse? The problem there is that you're you're looking at this issue in a vacuum, and it's not in a vacuum. This issue should be arrived at by looking at what does the church teach about what and what does Christianity teach about the relationship between soul and body. And at least in the arguments we've expressed over the years, uh, the conclusion you draw about cremation and burial, I don't know how you would reach a different conclusion. I'm willing to hear an argument, um, but I don't know how, given the given the other things we've said on that topic, I don't know how you'd ever reach a different a conclusion. Just in case, I can't remember if we mentioned the title earlier, but just in case uh, people want to read the N.T. Wright book, it's called Surprised by Hope. And we yeah. have covered it on the show years ago. Uh, so I just want to restate, I want to turn the words around and say something you just said, just to make sure, uh, not not to, I don't want to rub yeah. it in people's faces. I don't want to make people feel bad, but I want to make sure I'm staying clearly what I think you're saying, which is even if people don't mean to, by, by cremating their family members, that is something that dishonors God. I use it. Would you go that far? To cremating and not burying, I do. I do like the church's distinction between cremation, because the Catholic Church allows for cremation okay. and burial. Okay, well, that is actually what my family did. 
or is planning to do, oh. where, where do where there was a cremation that happened yep. and there will be a burial. Yeah, I, that's that is one hundred percent in line with church teaching. What's the difference I, now that you're saying that? I didn't. I think I missed you making that point. I heard you say that that's the, the Catholic that Catholics accept that, but uh, I guess that that feels strange. Like it feels like it should be one or the other. So why is it okay to cremate as long as you? also bury because burial plots are sacred ground they're 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 meant for the respect of the dead the body is still buried if you think about you know the cremation process it doesn't destroy the body and so you're specifically against cremation and spreading the ashes or keeping them on the mantle place yeah oh interesting so you personally you be i know you're not going to do this it sounds like but you would be comfortable if your wife chooses to cremate you as long as she also buries you yes hmm okay I really don't see the difference. I, I mean, sorry. You don't see a difference between burying ashes and spreading them. In a sense, I, I feel like if you if you're saying one is in consecrated sacred ground for the respect of the dead, yeah. and the other one is just sort of communing with nature. I I guess okay. If it, when if <laughs> when you say it that way, I do see that there is a difference. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, you're, you're either choosing to keep the body intact, or I mean, as much as you can. Yeah. Or to disintegrate it through burning yeah uh and and i heard you say earlier that it was that pagans were uh in the past uh known for being the ones that used cremation so you're saying if a pagan cremated their their dead and then buried it then that would actually be it's at least closer i mean it you know you can debate within the rubrics of catholicism whether that's what we should be doing um I wouldn't shed any tears if the if you know Francis came out tomorrow and said no more of that. But at the same time, I do. There is a distinction there. There's a very important distinction between where does the body wind up? Is it buried in a funeral? Is it buried in consecrated ground for the the purpose? Of, and even if you don't buy like the whole Catholic concept of blessing ground and all of that, uh, for the purpose of respecting the dead and honoring the dead, or is it just scattered? to the wind all right let me ask you this i know we're getting into the weeds here and this episode's close to wrapping up in case listeners are starting to get bored last question i i know that i've i've heard of this exact scenario so i'm not saying a what if that is just like out there and will probably never yeah. happen i know this has happened what would you say say about someone who ha- has their relative cremated spreads some of the ashes but then buries some of the ashes like so it's I, I, yeah yeah so they do half and half well, well even like when my grandma died uh, a few years ago, you know, I went with my dad to the funeral home, and like, there's some. This <laughs> is it's kind of funny. I mean, it's not, but it is. Like some some urns, like have little mini urns that mm-hmm. you can buy, so everybody can bring up a, a bit of grandma home, uh-huh. which is severely messed up, <laughs> severely weird, severely weird. So, in answer to your question, I know that's not far fetched in one form or another. Totally against it. So you're saying, I, I, again, I'm asking all these questions so I can firmly understand what you're saying because yeah. then I want to think about... The whole body should be buried. So the whole body is... If you if you cremate, every ash that yes. you you acquire should then be buried yeah, together. If one blows out of the urn on the way to... You'll be mad. You know, it's like the big Lebowski scene. I actually, I don't remember that movie very well. Well, they, they, they spread Donnie, Steve Buscemi's ashes, and they spread them into the wind. And it's... <laughs> No, no. <laughs> it's 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 amazingly okay. funny all right uh 
All right, so I th- I'm gonna now that we've got that out of the way, I want to restate yeah. again that we can wrap this episode up. Ben, you're for burying the body. However, if a listener is out there saying, you know, actually, I'd really rather be cremated. You're saying it's okay to get cremated, but you have to bury your entire yep. cremated body onto or into holy ground. No, no saving leftovers. Okay, well, interesting. Well, that episode did not go where I thought. I thought you were going to take a strong stance of whole, intact, non-burned body burial. I, mean, I, 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 I took a pretty strong stand. I, I said that scattering ashes is a pagan practice. That's that's that feels a little harsh. I think I was harsh. I'm yeah, not I, losing my edge. Yet. I wasn't asking to be harsh because I, we're going to have listeners who have had all and, different scenarios. And that's why I said that at the beginning. It's like I don't want anybody to come out of this episode feeling like, oh, I'm being criticized. No, I'm not trying to criticize you. I'm trying to get you to think differently about some things that maybe you haven't considered before. And then for whatever has been done in your family in the past, just trust God. That's what I would say. Just you can only start from where you are. Take this issue seriously. Uh, you know, if if what we talked about uh, resonates. Change the way you think about things and change what your plans are. And for anything done in the past with you or your family, I suppose it wouldn't be with you or your family if you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, just trust God. That, like, that's God's bigger than, than anything we do or don't do. All right. Perfect. Well, thanks for having that conversation. Listeners, uh, let us know if you have any follow-up thoughts. You can write us here at feedback at the com. I'd love to get a voicemail about this debate 612-4121 you know they can text us too sfc really yeah we've never once received a text uh, well i don't know if we get the email alert on it so we'll have to go out and check where would yeah where would it go it's not connected to a phone it's gonna no, it goes to the google voice site all right be the first to text us 612-4121 sfc but for now that's all from here i'm matt anderson i am ben devono signing off goodbye i'm surprised you had well, that I, sense. I, I mean that's part of being a catholic is that i I oh. submit my views to the church. Got it. You know? But if you're just thinking your own, if you're making your own decision, you're burying your intact body. Uh, probably, but I, I, I'd submit my. I, part of choosing to be a Catholic is not making up your own mind. Okay. Which you, sounds weird, but it, it works. 